everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by The Tees. Hey, Salon Pro, you need a dryer that is built differently. One that puts the power to shine in your hands. Olivia Garden's Super HB Hair Dryer was engineered by experts, tested by hairdressers, and perfected for pros. It's lighter, more powerful, built to last with advanced memory functions and features ergonomic design elements for the hairdresser so that styling your client's hair couldn't be any easier. What are you waiting for? Head over to oliviagarden.com to pick up this cutting edge hairdryer by the leading creator of high quality salon professional tools. The Super HP is your power to shine. If you're a stylist who's looking for competitive pay plans, flexible schedules, ongoing education, and medical benefits, we have the perfect opportunity for you. JCPenney salons have all these benefits and more. With over 600 locations across the United States, there is no excuse for this not to be the next step in your professional career. Did we mention that they have one of the highest commission rates in the industry alongside a support system like no other? For a salon that you can call home, head to jobs.jcp.com or the link in the show notes to apply today. Some benefits applicable only for master stylists and eligible JCPenney salon associates. What's your best kept secret? The best kept secret that we know is that a thriving, fulfilling, and financially successful career in the beauty industry is fully possible and really probable. Our colleagues, guests, and clients didn't choose this industry as a backup plan, a scam, or because they're just not smart enough for a normal career. But many of them were told, you can do better than this, or even you can follow your dreams, but after you go to college, and that does not sit right with us. That's why the Unite as One Coalition is proud to announce the launch of the No Beauty Secrets campaign to pull back the curtain and smash the stereotypes that create these and other misleading comments and keep the industry from earning the respect it deserves. The No Beauty Secrets campaign is a movement that unites the hair, massage, spa, barber, skin and nail industries together in order to change the cultural misconceptions that make others think what we do is less than. And we're helping to make sure that everyone from your grandfather to your guidance counselor knows that in these industries, the success potential is endless. The Tease is committed to using our voice and platform to change hearts and minds. And we won't take no for an answer. If you love beauty or wellness, if you love somebody who works in beauty or wellness, we dare you to join the movement and participate in the biggest PSA campaign the industry has seen. Head over to nobeautysecrets.org or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn at No Beauty Secrets. Let's build this industry up together. No more secrets here. So there's this little show, big show, love the show. It's out. <laughs> SJP has my heart forever. Yes, that was my era. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you watched and just like that. I'm a hate watcher, Ooh. not a love watcher. Oh, I've got a no. Same. No, let me just to say it. Okay. I loved Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. I think it holds a space for a lot of us. Like yes. for a lot of, I don't know in my opinion that and just like that ever is going to get to where that was there and i feel like the writing on this season is especially something that i'm not thrilled about yeah. but i do like it's the nostalgia it's like watching them i'm like i'll do it i'm i'm, I'm down for a 30 minute episode but i know what you're gonna get at yeah so let's let's let everybody know and why hasn't this been written about i mean breaking news <laughs> i was so irritated about the hairdresser portrayal in the scene where, what's her name? Seema. 
in the scene. Sima who finally gets a breakout because that was a lot of the criticism of season one was that they've got these new oh. women of color that they sprinkle in and did nothing with. And so now we're getting stuff. Now we have Seema. She comes in. She's talking about her relationship. And I couldn't help <laughs> but watch this hairdresser, which is not a hairdresser, not a licensed pro. I will die on that sword. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just mish and mash and crumple and improper blowout techniques. And okay, that's fine. Okay, that I'll give you one pass. <laughs> but then Seema comes back. Mm. She comes back to say to the hairdresser, you know what? You were right. I took your advice too seriously. I'm back. I went to this place. I didn't like it because we all know we love our hairdresser. So this is on point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That relationship. But he's doing it. He's he's executing an <laughs> updo in the chair in which he takes the hair in the handfuls like this. Yeah. And just sticks some bobby pins in. Yeah. And that's like, right? It was so bad i hope everybody's watching this if you're not watching this on youtube that that was a master class <laughs> in reenactment thank you you're welcome so anyway i i i, I dawned on me i thought yeah he did he did it he did her dirty he did her dirty he did her real dirty Seema. and i had half a mind too and i still might <laughs> i might write someone at the show i might and maybe i'll dm sjp I don't know. Yeah. The exec producer herself. Uh, yeah, it, that was pretty brutal. I mean, I was thrilled to see the scene set up. Same. Like, this is great. We're, we're on. Uh, they've got this relationship uh-huh. and she's a VIP. She's coming right in, you know, screw the line. It doesn't matter. She's going to get her mm-hmm. blowout. And then, yeah, her hair looked worse than when she came in without the blowout. It was everything was. Any accompanying guests at the salon were not getting a VIP service. So anyway. Yeah. Just note that. No. <laughs> Go back to episode two and then episode three. The saga continues. We'll see about episode four. Mm, wow. And <laughs> just like that. <laughs> On our last episode, we talked with Dr. Jean Ratif, a skincare creator and figgy founder. When Jean turned 35, she faced a health and soul crisis and decided to make a big change by founding Figgy. Figgy is for every woman like her who has struggled, achieved, and still seeks professional and personal purpose. Figgy offers community truth, a shoulder to cry on, and products to help you elevate your self-care experience, which we all love. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions and watch and watch the show. Send a commentary to me at volumeupatthetees.com. This week, we're talking with Dr. Gaby Longsworth. Dr. Gaby is a mom, wife, PhD scientist, certified hair practitioner, a biotech pharmaceutical patent attorney, and owner of absolutely everything curly. As a PhD scientist, she was curious to learn why certain hair products worked well for her hair, but others did not. So she started devouring scientific articles about hair, reviewing hair products, and understanding ingredients, all while scouring the web for information. After realizing the amount of misinformation and the disappointing marketing tricks that companies used, Dr. Gaby is deeply passionate about sharing her knowledge and research while continuing the movement of cherishing, embracing, and discovering your natural beauty. Absolutely Everything Curly is an unbiased, science-backed go-to source for people with all types of curly, wavy hair 
founded by Dr. Gaby Longsworth. Um, this is such a fun one. Uh, we get to talk about, even though I've got no hair at the moment, <laughs> my curly hair journey, her curly hair journey. Uh, so if you've got curly hair, you're going to want to listen to this. And if you don't, the science alone is really going to hook you, I think. Quite the credentials. Uh, next up, Frederick Fakai, right? The Love him. Reveals the hair care rules that you should be breaking. So we'd love to hear this. I mean, he has been in the industry for over 30 years. Um, certainly racked up an impressive list of A-list clientele. Uh, and we could go on and on. But there's a couple of myths that he said, no, 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 no. During my time in the industry, these are sticking with me. And I don't get it. So the first one is the belief that you cut your hair during a full moon. It's promised to make your hair grow. Have you ever heard that one? I've never done it. Never thought about it. Not in my life. No, I I mean, I know that like the moon and tides and yeah, but I I hadn't made the connection. So that's a new that's a new myth for me. Right. Um, Yeah. We know it's internal factors, genetic overall health, (laughs) right? Rather than the phase of the moon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Also, do you do this? Do you consider or do you consider or do you alternate between shampoos to optimize your routine? I do. What? You I do this one. Uh, I've read too many things of people being like, you've got to shake it up for the scalp, but like don't let your hair get used to. And so I I do this. All right. I'm not loyal to one brand forever. No. Um, so I did know about that myth, Frederick. What up? All right. Last one we got here is for dry and damaged hair. You can skip the conditioner and use a moisturizing mask instead. Start with a hair mask followed by shampoo. That's a new one for me, but he's got a super strength repair mask that I've heard is amazing. So I was going to say, if you're using his product, maybe I could not rock with that, but all right. You don't have a lot to condition though. I don't, I don't, but use copious amounts of conditioner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's 20 dimes. It's a hundred dimes, right? <laughs> All of them. It's a luxury. It's a silver dollar and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about what's trending on our site. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week on covering industry news, looking into trends and diving into brands that you don't know but should. And here are some of our favorite headlines from the tease.com from this week. Uh, first up from guest contributor Casey Siskovic. Learn everything about the latest hair color customization trend, face shifting. Designing hair color that is fully customized to skin tone, natural features, haircut, and desired maintenance is the latest trend among hair colorists and their clients. As a technique innovator, Cassie is always looking to teach color strategies that provide maximum customization opportunity with less work and stress on both the hair and the colorist doing the service. The strategy that she's revisited, modernized, and become obsessed with is a foundational color technique that she originally learned from her mother in the salon, which is called base shifting. Base shifting is an easy single process application that allows clients to get in and out with stunning end results. Clients are absolutely obsessed with the end results and left feeling like they had a color that was 100% custom fit to them. Head to thetees.com to learn more about base shifting, including real client examples and formulas. Kelly, mm-hmm. Do you know if you've been base shifted? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) I did learn a tremendous amount from Cassie in this article. Like she goes into such detail and the formulas are crazy. Yeah. Um, And they popped up on social where people are like, I don't believe. And it's been fun because Cassie gets right in there and explains in even more detail. Uh, So this article is one not to miss. 
And I mean, the looks in the article on the tease.com, check it out because if that's base shifting, call me a base. <laughs> Let's get a <base> shift <laughs> appointment stats. Um, I wonder, she mentioned her mom that this was foundational to her mom's presence. Hey. Do we know? Was Diane doing base shifting? I shall see her this week and I will ask. Yeah, let's let's please. Uh, yeah, let's report back. <laughs> yeah, let's see what she has to say about this article, too. All right. Next up, a biggie. The PBA and beauty A-list team up to prioritize best practices, compliance and safety in the beauty industry. The PBA has teamed up with Licensify, the official beauty A-list, formerly beautician list verification engine created by a licensed beauty industry professional. With this new partnership, Licensify will become the preferred partner for PBA's community of over 100,000 beauty pros and business resources, reaffirming the industry's critical need for collaboration and integrity. A firm supporter of licensed professionals, Beauty A-List is committed to promoting best practices, compliance, and safety while celebrating unity and integrity within the industry. Beauty A-List's verification engine, Licensify, empowers businesses to verify licensing data from any U.S. state in one place streamlining the verification process nationally. This feature allows e-commerce businesses to automate 24-7 verification, which are typically limited by the work schedules of employees who don't work on weekends or holidays, not to mention as an additional revenue stream, Beauty A-List supports businesses that cater to pros by offering marketing and sales opportunities to a database of verified pros. Learn more about all of this over the T's and shout out to the PBA for making this happen. Another example of tech working for the industry instead of against it. Any reactions to this pairing? I mean, I love it. I think it's a great pairing. I'm really in, actually interested in diving into Beauty A-List and Licensify because um, you know that need to preserve and ensure that we've got licensure mm -hmm. is important. Incredible. So interesting innovation. Excited about that for our industry. Love to see it. All right. Something else that's quite cool um, is from a couple of weeks back now, um, but it is a detailed how-to. Uh, and so the title of the article is Hairstylist Khadija Baldi on how to get Ice Spices Super Sleek Center Parted 2023 BET Awards Style. Ice Spice, the rapper, you all know her, you've seen her, Princess Diana, etc. Stunned on the 2023 BET Awards red carpet in a sheer gown and a super sleek hairstyle. Known for shaking up her look, the four-time nominee and performer rocked a forever long center-parted style in her custom brassy copper color with an assist from celebrity hairstylist Khadija Baldi. Baldi shared the exact steps that she took to create Ice Spice's hairstyle with got-to-be styling products and the Dyson Airstraight straightener. Head to thetees.com to get the look for your clients. Kelly, Ice Spice is proving to us that this brassy copper yeah. has staying power. It's not just a fall look. She keeps inventing the style but keeps that color mm -hmm. are you into this look would you go i mean copper no could it convince you <laughs> not for you but i love it for her <laughs> yeah. and i love that it's it's, it's a unique color mm -hmm. that isn't like completely mainstream and that it's like an individuality piece so i really mm -hmm. i really do like it on her maybe she was bumped I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe it was a base shift situation. Um, we'll have to dive into whether or not that's the case. Talk to Khadija at length. Uh, but yeah, check out that article because it is a beautiful how-to, which we'd love to see. As always, so much going on over at these.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish the stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, Jeff's interview with Dr. Gaby Longsworth.
Dr. Gaby Longsworth is a mom, wife, PhD scientist, certified hair practitioner, a biotech pharmaceutical patent attorney, and owner of absolutely everything curly. As a PhD scientist, she was curious to learn why certain hair products worked well for her hair, but others didn't. So she started devouring scientific articles about hair, reviewing hair products, and understanding ingredients, all while scouring the web for information. After realizing the amount of misinformation and the disappointing marketing tricks companies used, Gaby is deeply passionate about sharing her knowledge and research while continuing the movement of cherishing, embracing, and discovering your natural beauty. Dr. Longsworth's practitioner and certificate is through the International Association of Trichologists. Gaby earned a JD at Georgetown University Law Center, a PhD in human genetics and molecular biology at the Johns Hopkins University, and a BS in molecular biology from the Florida Institute of Technology. Dr. Gaby Longsworth founded Absolutely Everything Curtly, a subscription-based educational space and the unbiased and science-backed go-to source for people with all types of curly and wavy hair. The content on Absolutely Everything Curly's website is written and created based on meticulous research, including countless hours scouring the web and perusing scientific articles. In addition to content, the Find a Salon feature is the first one of its kind, a thoroughly researched database that includes over 1,200 vetted and recommended salons and curly hair stylists all over the United States, Canada, the UK, and the Middle East. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm joined by Dr. Gaby Longsworth. Dr. Longsworth, welcome to the Volume Up podcast. We are thrilled to have you here with us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, let's get into it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, could you give us a little bit of your background? You're a non-traditional guest. Often we have pro hairstylists and makeup artists, and, but uh, this is a totally different thing. And I'd love to to hear about it from you. I'm smiling because I've, I've heard that before. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I guess um, not to go all the way back in history, but I have a bachelor's degree in molecular biology, which was my passion. You know, I was going to be a scientist and do this amazing research and win prizes and awards in my field. So I went on to um, Johns Hopkins to get a PhD in human genetics and molecular biology, which I loved. Fabulous experience. Incredible. But then uh, when you're in science, it's sort of this awkward situation where there is very little grant money, which is how professors survive and do research. And there are very few faculty positions. Mm. And so I became aware sort of in my fourth year, it's a six-year uh you know, from bachelor's to uh, getting a PhD is about six years. So about my fourth year, I realized that this was actually not quite what I had envisioned. I didn't expect to do another four-year postdoc after my PhD, mm. making minimum wage, basically, and having to delay having kids. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just wanted the full experience, a full life. I love the science, but I did not like that path. And so I decided to look into other things that I could do and ended up stumbling into patent law mm. and getting a law degree. I mean, why not? You know, why not at that point? My friends went to do a postdoc for four years. So I figured I'll do a law school in the evening, four years, same difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been a patent attorney since uh, 2003. So it's been a long time. <laughs> I'm aging myself totally here. Oh, we love that. Um, such a cool experience, though. Um, and again, non-traditional for the, the listener of this podcast. Um, but there's all sorts of ways into eventually beauty. So talk to us a little bit about before we get into absolutely everything curly, what is your own personal relationship with beauty and the beauty industry? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. So I, I guess it started back when I was a teenager, I was a very tomboyish kind of kid, did five sports every week. Um, yeah, I know, it's kind of crazy. But I grew up in South America. And, and it's tradition there that 
you have school from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. After that, it's your own. You do whatever you want. There's no sports associated with school, with high school or middle school. So you decide what you want to do and your parents take you there or your bike over there or your moped over there. And so that's what I did in high school. I had literally a sport every day of the week that I would moped to or bike to with my friends. Wow. Fabulous experience. So I did not have time for beauty. It was just a wash and go kind of person, mm. very short hair, like a little mini Afro kind of thing. And off I was enjoying myself with sports. And then I came to the States and I was a little shocked because, wow, everybody's kind of more into fashion mm-hmm. than I was. I didn't know a thing about it. And having very, very curly, thick, curly hair, that that in itself, Jeffrey, is a whole discussion. I can't even, I don't even know where to start, but mm. I just wanted to fit in. Uh, it's it's already difficult being a minority and a woman mm-hmm. and I'm biracial. So wanting to fit into that, you know, the, the culture in America, you know, I started straightening my hair, mm. chemically straightening my hair. I didn't realize all the chemicals and the harm it actually did, not just to myself, but the environment. And I did that for a long time through grad school mm. to try to manage my curly hair because I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I was never taught how to take care of curly hair and none of the stylists either. And that continues to be a huge problem. Um, obviously, you are addressing that with your platform and we'll talk about that. Um, but that's unfortunately very, very commonly talked about on this podcast um, where these pressures, there's such eurocentrism and all of these issues which linger um so sorry to hear about that experience um but it led ultimately to you putting all of this background together and to create absolutely everything curly so if you wouldn't mind could you talk to us about what this is for the the layperson who has no idea yes yes i'd be happy to so using my science background over covid Thank you, COVID. Oh. You know, the unfortunate, the fortunate part of COVID, I'm sorry to say, but I did have a little extra time on my hands because I didn't travel as much as I used to. I used to almost travel every week. Mm. I'm not even kidding. Like pretty crazy schedule. So I had a little bit of extra time on my hands and stumbled upon these Facebook groups of women with my hair type, also women that were going gray with the struggles. I mean, I couldn't believe how many thousands upon thousands of people are on these groups having issues. And so wanting to also figure out for myself, I already had sort of figured out how to manage my curly hair, but it was a daily thing. If you wouldn't mind, talk to us a little bit. How how did you discover this? What were the things that you were doing? Um, because I feel like this might be sort of enlightening to, to some folks as well. To other people, yeah. I think for I figured out sort of how to make my hair look presentable in a professional environment, right? I'm a law firm partner. Mm-hmm. But I had to literally every morning go through this ritual, which was time consuming and terrible because I would invariably leave home with wet hair. I just had no time to dry it. That's the reality. And I just wanted to figure out how I could do this like once a week or twice a week and have it look presentable all week, right? So I just started doing all this research into hair and hair science and scalp. And I was just amazed by what I learned. Like, you know, I'm such a scientist at heart. I was just so excited to like read all this stuff and figure out like what are in our hair products? Why do some work for my hair, but not others? What is it about these products? And so this is when I figured it all out, it took me about a year of studying and looking at science articles and 
investigating and trying different products myself just to see if my theories were right and figuring it out. I was just so excited to share my knowledge. And that's why I built my site, Absolutely Everything Curly, which is an educational website for the most part. Oh, I love that. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, drop the link. Uh, let's just do that here. We're, of course, going to plug it in the show notes uh, so everybody can click out. Um, but let's just let's talk about it. how do they access? Um, what is the process like in terms of signing up? Lay it on us, please. Of course. So if you go to absolutelyeverythingcurly.com, um, you get the opening page. And the first thing it says is take our hair quiz. I think taking that hair quiz is super important if you really are a novice at this and you really do not have a clue about your hair. You may already have figured that out, but still worthwhile taking the quiz, I think. Mm -hmm. That hair quiz really goes into, and it's, it is a site, of course, for natural curly hair. Sorry, straight-haired folks. There may not be a ton for you. There's plenty of resources for them. They're going to be fine. But anyone, wavy, curly, coily, this site is for you. So you take the quiz and it will explain... If you are high or low porosity or medium porosity, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. What your density of your hair is, low density, high density, how do you figure that out? What is the texture? Or do you have fine strands or coarse strands? How do you determine that? Or are you a blend of things like most people? Mm -hmm. And also, what is your hair type? Are you a type 2 wavy? Are you a type 3 curly or a type 4 coily? So once you have at least that minimal basic understanding... Then there are links to different uh, places within the site that help you further understand what kinds of products would be good for your hair type. And it, it goes into a lot of detail, as you can imagine. But if you're someone who has chemically colored your hair, um, you know, you're probably high porosity. You probably have some damage from the chemical treatments. If you have a lot of hair, these are the products that are good for your hair type. Mm -hmm. And how do you figure that out? We have over 60 ultimate guides. So this is the part of the website where you can either purchase individual guides or you can get a membership to the site, which is a low $49 for the entire year. You get access to the entire, all the guides. Ah. So let's say you want a deep conditioner, Jeffrey, for your hair. You know that you are a high porosity person. You have dense hair. Um, you're allergic to coconut. You need a deep conditioner. Where do you start? Do I go to an influencer and just copy whatever they're using? No, <laughs> no, you don't do that. You get our deep conditioner guide, which has over 100 deep conditioners. How did we come up with these? I literally put together a database of over 7,500 hair products that are searchable. So I found all the deep conditioners. There were probably 300 or 400, and I only selected the ones that don't have junk in them. Mm. Let me say nice words. They don't have junk in them. Sure. And those hundred plus are in this guide. And it indicates this has coconut, this has aloe, this has protein or not. So you can easily go through all of them, select the ones that are going to work for your hair more or less and stop wasting money. It's not trial and error. It's like a science-based approach to finding the right products for your hair type. Oh, I mean, this is crazy and revolutionary in the best way, um, eliminating so much of that heartache, which, as, as you've said, I mean, that that journey has been a lot of people. Oh, well, I heard that this works and maybe I'll try that. And there's an influencer who says this thing. I'll give that a shot. And that's how this industry, frankly, makes so much money because it's we test this out. Oh, that didn't work. It's junk. Then we move on to the next thing. Um, you're taking the guesswork out, which we love. Um, how are how are you yourself vetting this? Like, how did how did we stumble onto um, you know 7,500 products? Like, is this COVID? 
this is a proprietary revolutionary database, I have to say, but you know how I put it together? This was the heart of COVID. My two teenage sons were at home. They had nothing to do. I said, guys, let's put you to work. Yes. You're both in high school. These are smart kids. I'll pay you. Mm -hmm. And they literally did this for two months every day. I mean, I'm sure they were not that happy. But what else are they going to do? It's COVID anyway. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love that. I made a list of all the brands. There's got to be over 500 brands. There's there may be, of course there's more, right? We can't do the universe, but mm -hmm. the majority that are worth having in a database. And then they would go to the company website, find the ingredient list, copy and paste it in the database. I have like it's this massive thing. I mean, it, it's in different parts because to open it, you can imagine it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> and I've done this for leave-in conditioners, sh non-sulfated shampoos. Uh, mousses, uh, gels, uh, you name it, Jeffrey, we've got it all. And then we also have a bunch of free guides, you know, uh, just as a, as a gift to people who go on the site. Mm -hmm. And then we, in addition to that, have a salon database. Mm. This is also really unique. So curly haired people have a very hard time finding curly haired stylists. Yep. Because you don't get the training in beauty school cosmetic school, you have to do it on your own. Exactly. So to find someone that you can trust who's not going to butcher your hair is mm -hmm. every curly as horror stories. I can't even tell you the times that I came home and I cried because Oh, same. I have curly hair. Not that you can tell. I can tell. Uh, same situation where and then it's like, oh, well, we're just going to do a buzz cut. And that's <sighs> it's frustrating. You know? you know, you spend so much money and then you hate what they did. So yeah. We put together this database with over 1,250 hairstylists. Internationally, importantly, that's so incredibly cool. Um, it's really cool. We're expanding. We're trying to get those, some Australian curly hairstylists in that as well to, to cover our, our Australian friends. But yeah, we got the UK, the Netherlands, uh, some of the Middle East, a lot of curlier people. Mm -hmm. um, and then the US and Canada, and it's growing. And so these are like vetted stylists that have, you know, proven that they have the ability to cut curly hair, et cetera. So this is all part of the membership fee. One little fee to get access to all of this stuff. Incredible. Truly incredible. Um, Dr. Longsworth, what is the sort of most or most common misinformation that you hear about curly hair that maybe the site covers or cleans up for, for people? Um, I, I would say if you're a non-curly person, I think the the most common misconception is that it's always frizzy and unmanageable, mm. you know, and it's horrible. It's just, it's just so unfortunate that you have curly hair and you need to just straighten it. Straighten it. Yep. To make it look presentable. And you know, that's far from the truth. It's because people don't know how to handle the hair mm. and they're using the wrong products. That's all there is to it. So a lot of what the site does is educate the end user um, who has curly hair themselves. Um, are there any plans to help with educating the stylist? I mean, I know that you've compiled this incredible list of people across the world that are specializing in curly hair. Just wondering if that's a thing that's on your horizon or, or not. It is on our to-do list. Yeah, I think I actually want to perhaps provide seminars um, or webinars or something like that to stylists to educate them on how to take care of curly hair. I'm not a stylist myself, mm -hmm. but I can at least teach them the part about what hair products would you use? How would you determine which ones to use? They, they, and they, of course they have to figure out the cutting part, but mm -hmm. that you can take classes for, et cetera. But at least I can help with the other aspect of it, which most of the time the products they're using are completely not helpful. So yeah, I, I think it's a great 
Great point. Uh, I love that you referred to it as junk too, um, because you're absolutely right. Um, but you're a scientist and people are going to take what you say a little bit more seriously than some of us. Um, <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind, talk to us a little bit about the entrepreneurial aspect of this. I mean, it sounds like you've been quite enterprising in your own career, um, but this is not, you know, academia or, or law. Um <laughs> What what was the impetus? I mean, you talked about COVID and, and extra time on your hands, um, but I would love to understand, like, there's a, a difference between thinking something through and then actually doing the thing. And you've done it in a big way. Yeah, I, I guess it comes stems from my upbringing. My parents are both teachers. And so it was always this environment, you know, where we grew up with just books everywhere. Just every room had books everywhere. People would borrow books from us because you couldn't find them in the library kind of thing. So, so education was a huge part of my upbringing. And I love, in the law firm, I love teaching and mentoring uh, sort of incoming attorneys and, and, and other legal professionals. So hmm. I guess because I started out as a hobby and a real passion project, it then became this real urge to teach others, like because I really want to see more representation in in the law, especially um, where it's a very uh, you know lily white Eurocentric, like you said, world where you're expected to look a certain way, and you know I'm I'm the only, I think I'm the I can say I'm the only partner in my firm with naturally curly hair. And gray on top. Like I'm complete oddity. Okay. So I want to see more women. I wanted to have more women and men to a certain extent, but more women feel comfortable mm -hmm. that they can be themselves and that they can put their health first. Uh, because a lot of black women in law are, you know, doing the chemical relaxers because they have to look you know, like their female white colleagues who have, mm -hmm. you know, straight blonde hair, whatever. It was so many different things that all came together. And it's hard to put a point to any one thing. But when you put it all together, that's sort of how I arrived at it. Does that make sense? It, it makes total sense. And I love this. Um, it's so important that we have people like yourself who are pushing this forward that, it, you know, it's informed by a passion point, and then it becomes something much bigger. Um, I, I'm so touched. Um, and I know that people are seeing an impact of this passion. Um, and so that's the, I think the really incredible part. And hopefully even more people will be signing up as a result of listening to this podcast because they really should. This is such a resource to them. Um, I didn't realize how difficult entrepreneurship was. Wow. Yeah, that was definitely a learning. Or I was gonna, would, would you mind sharing a little bit? Are there any like stumblings or, or things that you, you know, wish you could do differently knowing now what you know? Gosh, yeah, I really wonder. But I think just um, I was very naive about it. I was like, oh, I'll put this gorgeous website together with all these resources that people will just flock to it and sign up. Yeah, yeah. Not quite. First of all, even to get on the Google, you know, search engines and everything like SEO is huge. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it, that, that took a little while to really grasp that because I'm not, I wasn't in that world, right? I'm in the world of science and law. Like this is all totally new to me. Right. And Instagram. What was that? I had to, you know, my kids had to teach me like, what is this? Mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff that I had to learn, social media, PR, there's just so many moving parts. Yeah, it was, it, it's definitely been a little bit of a shock to the system, I have to say, because letting it grow organically is, is an option, yeah. but that will take years. 
Correct. Right. So I don't know how I would have done it differently, but it's definitely been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> I have to say. Well, I love the candor. Um, I don't love that experience for you, um, but you know, <laughs> with any luck, it'll be easier for the next person. Um, Perhaps. Yes. Uh, so is there any advice that you have for other women specifically, uh, perhaps minority women who are thinking about taking a big leap and doing something of an entrepreneurial nature um, as as regards your experience with absolutely everything, Curly? Definitely. I think the most valuable thing for me was to actually speak to other entrepreneurs and so I had, luckily I had um, my business consultant knew several women entrepreneurs that I spoke to just, just to get the sort of how did you start your business? What are the, you know, the th difficulties you were in into that kind of thing. But then they also had so a wealth of information about contacts, mm. like, Hey, reach out for this person for social media or PR. Like they're already in that world of beauty and hair. And then one would refer to another one, you know, who has a hair care brand. So I could speak to her and she gave really good information. And one thing that is super important that I really haven't mastered quite yet is there's a lot of money out there to support mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs. You just have to know where to sign up and whatever. And I haven't won any major things, but I have gotten a few little things that have helped. For sure, like little, you know, thousand dollar grants, it helps. It goes a long way. A little bit can go a long way, um, particularly when you're getting started. And I love that. We often hear about the importance of mentorship generally on this podcast, but interesting to hear that for this as well, that that's equally relevant. So yeah, search out these people. Um, you might, you know, you might not know what they know. Talk to people. All right. Well, let's talk, if you wouldn't mind, a little bit about hair health generally. Um, I mean, obviously you've done the deep dive. Um, but perhaps others haven't, and maybe they're turning a willful blind eye. Um, <laughs> from, from your perspective as a scientist, um, what do people use or do that may have the greatest impact on their hair's health in terms of product? Um, yeah, that's a big question. So I'm going to try to... Yeah, it's a lot. Sorry. <laughs> ...address it in bite-sized chunks. Because as you go through life, like different parts of your life your hair will behave differently and can handle a lot more mm. so what i mean is when you're a teenager versus in your 20s versus in your 50s there's different things you can do some will have very minimal impact because you're so young and healthy and hair regenerates quickly and your scalp is you know in prime shape mm -hmm. versus in your 50s you gotta be careful and then what you put in your body i think a lot of people forget clearly affects your hair your skin and your nails mm -hmm. For example, if you are a teenager and you live on fast food, you may not have any effects because you're young. You're so healthy at that point, right? You can handle a lot of damage. It will catch up with you. But when you're young, you're not going to pay attention. You're going to bleach it every week, whatever, cut it off. It will regrow very fast, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So you can, you can do a lot of things and it's not going to have a major impact, at least initially. But when you're my age um, and if you have you know, embraced your gray and stopped coloring it. Yeah. <laughs> like I have. It took me three years to outgrow the the dye, by the way. It looks incredible for the record. Let let everybody know. Um, this is obviously an audio visual, but you know, we'll there's video that will be out there eventually and, and they'll see. It looks incredible. Thank you so much. And it's amazing to me what the dye did. Like it literally stifled hair growth mm -hmm. amongst a number of things, right? There's now the links to slightly increased risks of certain cancers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could go on and on about that aspect of it, but 
you know, it, you just with hormonal changes and everything else, your hair is going to struggle in certain ways. And unless you know how to address that, you know, you may end up with very thin hair. Mm. It's going to fall out. You're going to be miserable. It's going to be dry and frizzy and everything else. So knowing at least those stages of life is number one. But then number two, what you put in your body, right? You got to hydrate. If you want to have healthy hair and skin and nails, you've got to really focus on on your health, exercise, and, and good food. And we all know what good foods are, you know? People just sort of ignore it, but we all know yeah. <laughs> what, what, those, what those are. When you're young, you can get away with a lot, like I said, but it will. It'll catch up. It'll catch up. Um, and often we're, yeah, we're dealing with that. That's right. And did you know that certain deficiencies you will manifest as thin hair or hair loss, like vitamin D deficiency is so common. A lot of people are not aware mm. that they're vitamin D deficient, but that has been proved. There's a proven link between that and hair loss, for example. Um, the same with iron. Super important to make sure that you get your regular yearly checks to make sure that all of that is in order. Make sure you have no thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. That will also seriously affect um, your hair and your health. And then also just scalp health. People ignore their scalp. They're like so focused on the hair. Thankfully, it's becoming a little bit more important in the like common sort of understanding. But you're absolutely, I mean, this is only within the last like what, two years that people have been talking about scalp care, which is, you know. No, this is so true. When you're talking about the scalp microbiome, like they're talking about the GI, you know, your microbiome. And like yeah. they're all related and important. But <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, if you don't take care of your scalp, which is skin, skin, guys, just like your other skin, except it has a lot more hair follicles, which means there's a lot more pores in your scalp. So whatever you slather on there, it's going to go in a lot easier than it goes in through your regular, you know, skin on your arm, for example. So that's why it's so important to really be aware of what you put on top of your head mm -hmm. and why your products are so important. Not just what you eat, but what products you put on your scalp and your hair and the water. Hard water is a major issue for hair and scalp. We've talked a little bit about the hard water, but I don't think that people give that much, as much attention as maybe some of the other things, um, but well put. Um, to that end, um, and I know that you've got a database, um, which people will need to sign up and, and get access to. Are there any brands that you might recommend against um, in terms of, uh, I, again, I've got curly hair. Um, I want to use something to maybe help with definition of curls. Um, is there something you would just like immediately, it's all junk, don't do it. Is there any hot takes? Oh, you know, I could whisper it to you in confidence. Go to the site and find out. But I, I usually try to promote the brands that I like. Why not? If you wouldn't mind, let's do that. I feel like that's incredibly helpful. So what are some brands then that you would recommend to someone who maybe they don't know um, that they are as high quality as, as, as you'd suggest? Yeah, the, my favorite brands right now are EcoSlay. Why do I love EcoSlay? It's homemade. It's amazing. Uh, this, this lady is just simply amazing, but she literally gets her products from a farm, an organic farm in Georgia, <laughs> makes them with this giant army of people in her kitchen. I mean, she has a cult following. She's like in all countries. Like, it's amazing how she started. But the products are clean. They're not full of a bunch of preservatives, just like food. Mm -hmm. um, they're actually, in fact, they're so clean that you have to store them in the refrigerator. So you can put whatever you need in a jar in your bathroom and just refill from there. Mm -hmm. I love her products. Not all of them work for my hair. EcoSlay, what a name. I know, right? And, and look at the website. It's gorgeous. Just gorgeous. 
Um, that's one. Bounce Curl is another big favorite of mine. The scent is so good. Oh my gosh, it's absolutely wonderful. My favorite leave-in conditioner is from Bounce Curl. Um, it's like, um, has like a middle, the, the CEO is a Middle Eastern uh, uh, lady. I mean, she's born, of course, in the U.S. and everything, but she has this amazing hair. Oh my gosh, you got to check her out, Miriam. And then I also love uh, the Innate Life. It's an interesting name. Yeah. It's a Canadian company, all organic, very, very nice uh, and good products. Um, I love certain Shea Moisture products. Shea Moisture is a big, big brand. Uh, a lot of it is, doesn't work for my hair. It's extremely heavy and oily, but there's certain products like their Shea Moisture, uh, their Jamaican black castor oil, peppermint ECV conditioner. That's just, wow. The slip you know, like your head will be full of knots and tangles or whatever. And you put that on and just like butter here mm-hmm. slides right through. Yes. I love that. Um, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Mish is also a nice one. There's a few more that I know other people love, like Curl Smith. That's a big one. Very popular. Um, doesn't quite work that well for my hair. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many. Well, my question is actually your hair. What are your go-to products? What are the things that you were like, these work for me and I swear by them? Yeah, for me, I need to do a, um, because I have very thick hair, as you can see, I put a lot of products on my hair Mm -hmm. in a certain order that I have figured out over a year that work. And this is at the end of the week. I mean, it actually usually is more defined or whatever, but I wash only on Sundays once a week. Works for my hair. So this is day five. Incredible. Not too bad for day five, I guess. No, it looks (laughs) immaculate, honestly. (laughs) So I have to use a clarifying shampoo, which I use a creamy one from from Weedad. Weedad is another really popular curl product. Mm -hmm. Then I followed it up with the Maiché Moisture Conditioner. Then I use the Bounce Girl Detox. This detox is amazing. Like if you have a little bit of an itchy scalp or you have buildup, mm-hmm. this is one of the products that I think works. I've compared several and I think the pH of their project must, product must be the right pH, 4.5, 5.5, because it works so well. Um, and if I use that, no itching all week, which is amazing as I work out every morning. Like seriously, this is pretty amazing stuff. Um, then I follow with my deep conditioner. Oh, I forgot. Hairfinity is my favorite deep conditioner. I'm, we're all taking notes, by the way. This is all going to be in the show notes. This is incredible. Keep going. Just I should contact Hairfinity to get like a, a door suit or something. Yeah, you should. Because uh, I tell everybody about the Hairfinity deep conditioner. It's full of small proteins and amino acids. So they can actually get inside your hair and strengthen it from the inside out. Mm. Some other products have bigger proteins like yep. keratin and collagen. That sits on top of your hair. So only certain hair types can deal with that because otherwise your hair will become brittle and it will break. Mm-hmm. But the Hairfinity Deep Conditioner, wonderful. It smells good. So really good for curly hair if you need a little bit more, you know, hold and really get those curls to, to bounce. And then I use my leave-in from Bounce Girl. I use a cream. The cream I change around all the time. Sure. Because you can use any cream. Yep. I just need it to be an oily cream. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm on the Vernon Francois cream love vernon but this particular cream doesn't have anything in it that i don't approve of <laughs> Fair. So. very diplomatic i love that but i use a lot of different creams and then i fu- i ended with my eco slay jello shot gel which has i mean 
I know, right? Jello shot. It has fulcrum. They're amazing. I, Ego's like, I need to know. I'm. I feel so silly for not knowing anything, but now I'm going to look into literally everything. They're killing it. Most people probably actually don't know about them. I'm not sure, but it's they're really a big deal all over uh, the curly hair community. But their Ecoslay Jello shot is amazing in the sense that it's the only one that I can see in my database that has okra gel. It has an okra. Mm. I know. So if you think of okra, right, that slimy stuff, of course, it's processed, whatever. Yeah. But it creates this like clear coat film on the hair at the end to seal all the moisture in. But it's water soluble. So it's not like a silicone, like a water insoluble silicone that kind of sits there like plastic. That's really hard to remove. Mm -hmm. This comes off easier at the at the end of your of your week. And then I let that dry properly, scrunch it and done. Just put it up at night, use my silk pillowcase, my silk bonnet, and I'm good to go all week. Oh, well, I feel like so <laughs> many people process. are thrilled by all of this info. Um, this I've learned a lot. I'm getting some things for myself and my wife, um, who also has curly hair. This has been incredibly helpful for me. I just don't want them to run out and use them all and go, Gaby, this didn't work at all because this is for my hair type. For your, exactly, exactly. This is why you need to take the quiz. Which is available where? Can we drop some? Absolutely everything curly.com. Just go right at the top of the bar. It says hair quiz. And in the text, it also says start here with the hair quiz. You can't miss it. Can't miss it. Um, and you shouldn't. Um, and if you walk away from this podcast not having done it, shame on you. Um, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Longsworth, where can people find you on social media? Ah, yes. I'm on Instagram, absolutely everything curly. I have my personal Instagram, which is Gaby Silver Curls. Please follow us. I also have another website that we didn't talk about, which is Curl Planet. <laughs> We're on Curl Planet Hair on Instagram and Facebook um, and even on TikTok. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Can't escape the TikTok uh, at this point. What's Curl Planet? Okay, great. So the... Uh, question I was asked, well, once I know what products to purchase, where should I purchase them easily? Like, do I have to go to the store and whatever? Well, yep. what about the bonnets? What about the spray mister bottles? What about mm -hmm. the hair caps, the silk pillowcases? Like, I got to go figure this all out. Nope, you don't need to. Because guess what? We put together another database because we have nothing better to do. Oh, my God. Yes. We just curlplanet.com. Uh, I love, don't you love the name Curl Planet? Yes, it's perfect. And so when you go there, there's all these categories of essentials for curly hair people. Not just curly hair, honestly. Anybody can use a silk pillowcase. But there's probably 15 different categories. So you want a silk pillowcase? Just go right to pillowcases. These have already been vetted. These, the entire data is put together from recommendations from curly hair influencers, people on the internet, my own personal stuff. There's like 7,000 things in this database or so, 4,500 hair products. So you need clips, you need uh, bonnets, you need uh, shower filters for hard water. Everything is right in one place. You don't have to go searching for it. Just go right to Curl Planet. <laughs> Even books for kids. You guys have thought of everything. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, I would expect nothing less. Um, well, again, everything's in the show notes. Please, everybody, go and check out this stuff um, and follow wherever you can. Um, and you'll learn something new, I'm sure, every single day. Um, Dr. Longsworth, we are going to do our uh, quick takes. These are what we ask all of our guests. Um, so we hope you don't have to think about it for too long. And, and in fact, the fun of, of it is not. Um, the first question is, what was the first ever hair or beauty product that you remember owning? 
Oh my gosh. I think it's the frizzies from free. What is that? John Frieda. John Frieda. We just like loaded with water insoluble silicones. <laughs> That's why it never worked. <laughs> I mean, you've lived and you've learned um, quite a lot. And so, but yeah, I mean, that's honest. That's how many people have, have purchased that over the years. Um, <laughs> gotta be a lot. That little bottle, you know, the little dropper bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, are you superstitious? And if so, about what? Uh, yeah, Friday the 13th. I don't know. Okay. Something about that date. Bad things have happened throughout my life on Friday the 13th. Okay. Well, I don't love that. Um, but good to know. Um, yeah. uh, if anyone could play you in the biopic of your life, who would it be? Oh, my gosh. Who would it be? Um, hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a really, really tough one. Um, I guess some curly-haired, gray-haired person. <laughs> How many of those are there in Hollywood? That's fair. You'd have to consult with the the wigs, perhaps, um, yeah. to get it right. Uh, okay. Well, this would be tough. we'll think. I'm sure there's someone out there that could do you justice. That's right. Maybe Zendaya? Z- Hell yes. We love that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she would love that. Aim big. Let's do it. A young version of Gaby. Yeah, exactly. We can stagger this casting out. Um, but yeah, that would be amazing. Um, what do you consider to be the ultimate comfort food? Oh, gosh, comfort food. Well, I adore, love Indonesian food, um, like authentic Indonesian which is what you can actually find in Suriname where I grew up. But I have not been able to find any decent <laughs> Indonesian food in the States so far. I was going to say, I, <sighs> it sounds incredible by the way that you're describing it. I, I can't imagine that that's easy to come by. I think I'm going to have to just go to Java or whatever, because just not going not gonna to find it here. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Sorry. Sorry for that one. Um, but it sounds great. And if you find something in the States, let us know. <laughs> um, okay. Last question. Say that you're on a deserted island and you can only bring three beauty products with you. What are you bringing? The caveat being, you're not going to die of starvation. You've got water, there's shelter. All of those like basic necessities are covered. This is like, you're alone with your thoughts and you need some hair product or beauty product. What, what's that going to be? Oh, that's easy. So I'm going to take my slippery conditioner, my uh, white tooth comb, and um my gel boom boom any specific gel i mean you've already blessed us with so many products but i mean is there a gel that you would i think i'm going to stick with my jello shot i think that's going to work well on the deserted island you know i already have coconut so i'll have coconut water yep. to to uh, you know wash my hair with and and, and braid it or whatever and i'll be fine I'll, my hair will be in tip-top shape at least <laughs> I I love this. And I, yeah, I mean, if anybody's going to make it work, it's going to be you. Um, Dr. Longsworth, thank you so much for joining us um, on the podcast. Uh, Please come back anytime. Um, And again, everybody listening, go to the show notes, check out these links. Um, She's made things so incredibly easy for us. So let's take advantage. Thank you, Jeffrey. It was so much fun to be with you today. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Jeff, those are quite the credentials and wowza, very impressive from Dr. Gaby. I mean, breaking down the science of curly hair, curly hair product, all of the things obsessed with her um, and the site. And I mean, all of those product recos that she dropped Mm. for free. We love it. (laughs) 
We love it. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volumeup at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to both Josh Landowski and Nathan Folks for the custom Volume Up theme song. And thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode. 